Morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 26th of May, and it's Paper Aeroplane Day. And a big happy birthday to Lenny Kravitz, Jeremy Corbyn, Lauren Hill, and Helena Bonham Carter. Way back in December 2021, an investigation began into allegations around parties in Downing Street during COVID lockdowns. Former spokesperson Allegra Stratton resigned for making jokes about cheese and wine, and the first civil servant involved in the investigation, Simon Case, had to step away from the report because he was apparently at the events involved. Sue Gray took over, and her report was finally published on Wednesday, almost six months later, after a Met Police investigation that saw 126 fines issued. The report says there were many events with cheese and wine, and that those events should not have been allowed to happen, and that senior political leadership at Downing Street must bear responsibility for this culture. I want to begin today by renewing my apology to the whole country for the short lunchtime gathering on the 19th of June 2020 in the Cabinet Room. I take full responsibility for everything that took place on my watch. There was, however, no sign of a resignation or any further act of contrition. I am humbled and I have learned a lesson, Mr Speaker. Speaking at a press conference in the Big Blue briefing room, Boris continued to make excuses. I, I thought the things that I was attending were work events. I, th- I thought that my job was to thank people for their contribution to public life, to government service. But plainly, we all made mistakes. Boris Johnson's refusal to take any further action despite multiple photos of him with drinks in hand and an email from his private secretary celebrating that we seem to have gotten away with it hasn't gone down well in Westminster. Conservative MP Tobias Elwood made clear that he no longer has confidence in Boris and he had questions for his fellow MPs. Are you willing, day in and day out, to defend this behaviour publicly? And can we win the general election on this current trajectory? Labour's Chris Bryant, who's the chair of the Committee on Standards and Privileges, further. Does he show no contrition, no sense of shame that Downing Street under him has been a cesspit full of arrogant, entitled narcissists? With a new YouGov poll suggesting that 59% of Britons want Boris to resign, Labour leader Sakir Starmer wanted to know if the publication of the report is what's inspired an imminent U-turn on the energy crisis, which will finally see a windfall tax on energy firms. Whilst he dithered and delayed, households across the country suffered when they didn't need to. What is it about the Sue Gray report that first attracted him to a U-turn this week? The US continue to deal with the fallout from the latest mass school shooting on Wednesday. An 18-year-old murdered 19 children aged between 7 and 10 and two teachers in the Texas town of Uvalde. The gunman was killed by police. David Hogg survived the Parkland school shooting and has been campaigning against gun violence and is appalled by what he's seen. I wouldn't even call these people kids. They're, they're babies. I don't even know how they begin to process it. I don't know how anybody of any age begins to process this because this is something that never should have happened. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called for action, but Senate Republicans are unlikely to agree to make any changes to gun laws. Imagine if this was your kid or your grandkid. Could you ever forgive yourself for not supporting a simple law that would make these mass shootings less likely? Please, 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 damn it, put yourself in the shoes of these parents for once. And James Corden, speaking on his Late Late Show after the shooting, tried to bring home to his US audience how truly bizarre it is that these shootings continue to happen. As a father, I can't imagine the horror of that phone call when I dropped my kids off at school this morning and kissed them goodbye. It doesn't cross your mind that that could ever be the last goodbye. 
Russia continued to advance in the east of Ukraine as the city of Sievry-Donetsk looks like it's about to fall to Russian troops. Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba spoke at the World Economic Forum in Davos where he thanked the EU for their revolutionary decision to back Kyiv but also criticised NATO for doing literally nothing to stop Russia. Ukrainian President Zelensky was also taking part, appearing over Zoom. He thanked President Biden for his support, but criticised Europe and the West for a lack of unity in their approach to Russia's war. Tell me, please, is there unity in the European continent regarding the future of Ukraine? Is there this unity regarding the accession of Finland and Sweden to NATO? Is there a strong, unified West? No. Still to come on the Smart 7, disappointment for Emma Raducanu and a guest appearance in court by Kate Moss. Right after this... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There was more action at the French Open tennis on Wednesday with Cameron Norrie and Novak Djokovic both going through to the third round. Things didn't go well for British number one and US Open winner Emma Raducanu. She lost a second round match to Alexandra Salovic. She was pretty philosophical about the loss and says she's looking forward to the challenge of a grass court and the excitement around Wimbledon next. I'm really looking forward to playing in front of like the fans at home and last year I experienced a little taste of it but I feel like this year might be a bit more. I'm not really sure what it is going to be yet but um... Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to the grass. The Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp libel trial is now in its sixth week, and Wednesday saw Johnny Depp recalled to the stand for further cross-examination by Amber Heard's team. Johnny rebutted some of Amber's allegations, including that he'd taken eight to ten MDMA pills all at once. There was also a brief special guest appearance as supermodel Kate Moss appeared by video link to deal with another of Amber's claims, namely that Johnny had pushed his then-girlfriend Kate down the stairs. She says the stairs in question were wet. As I left the room, I slid down the stairs and I hurt my back. He came running back to help me and carried me to my room and got me medical attention. He never pushed me, kicked me or threw me down any stairs. There was good news from Tom Hiddleston on Series 2 of Loki this week. He says the whole cast is returning and that the second series is filming in London. His fictional brother Thor is on the way back too in Thor Love and Thunder, which sees Chris Hemsworth back in a red cape and meeting up with his ex-girlfriend Jane, played by Natalie Portman. It's also got Christian Bale as a supervillain and hits cinemas on July the 8th. What's it been like? Three, four years? (laughs) Eight years, seven months and six days. Give or take. Am I sensing feelings? You are not like the other gods of Kill. You have something worth fighting for. This has been the Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft.